Welcome to the IBJJF podcast, the official podcast of the International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation. Tune in to hear interviews with the top coaches and athletes in the sport, as well as breakdowns and analysis of the biggest events. Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to the IBJJF podcast. My guest today is Janaina Lebre. Janaina is a world and European silver medalist in 2022. She also won gold at the American Nationals and Jiu-Jitsu Con. Janaina, thanks for joining me. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be, to be here. And yeah, let's go. <laughs> so Janaina is going to take part in the first ever IBJJF female Grand Prix. But before we get into that, I just wanted to get into a little bit of your background in Jiu-Jitsu. How did you first get started in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? I was 2013. Uh, I have a friend, she invited me to try a class. And in that, in that year, I was training handball as another sport on my school. And I compete in this sport. I really like, like things has a competition on it. And... Um, and then yeah, and then I yeah, I accepted her, and then I go and try the fr- first class, and I love it, fall in love, and then I come back in another day, and then I was getting smashed. I don't understand anything, but I love it, you know. And then I go like every day, start training every day, every day. In one month of training, I uh, try my first tournament, and then I love what I feel what I feel on the tournament. And then I just keep going, you know, was the best thing happened in my life. So you mentioned that you were competing in handball and then you found jujitsu. How soon into your jujitsu training did you know you wanted to be a competitor? Uh, how soon? was like, I competed with a month of training jujitsu and then I started training more and more. And then like with six months, I saw like, oh, that's the thing I want for my life. That's the thing I want to be a champion, you know. And then I started winning everything as a white belt. And then I won everything as a pop, as a blue belt. And then I started uh, like have sponsors and they helped me like to travels and come here to United States to compete the big tournaments as a purple belt. And that is how everything happened, you know? Like, I was competing all the time as soon as I started training Jiu-Jitsu. So you mentioned you were competing a lot in the color belts. What were some of the biggest titles that you won in the color belts? I was the Pan Ams as a purple belt. And... Uh, the in Brow Bell I win Benham's and Rhodes was the biggest titles I have on my cover. And the, I have a good uh year as a brown belt and I win everything on all the fights as a brown belt, you know, I never lose on brown belt and I'm I'm happy with my performance as a brown belt. And I it it get me like I get more confidence to get on black belt. 
So you won the pans and the worlds at the brown belt, and that led to your black belt promotion. What was the feeling like when you got promoted to black belt? I feel like a little bit of fear because uh, I want I want so bad, but at the same time I feel like oh my gosh, now is where everything starts again from the beginning, you know. And I I I want so bad, like I was like. I want as soon as I start changing jiu-jitsu, I want to get in the black belt as fast as fast as possible because I know it's where everything everything's um, starts. What means you know like the the sponsor is good for the sponsors for the events and get paid more you know as a black belt. And I always want to fight with tough girls and you know all the like Luisa Montero like. Uh, you know, Fionn, people who uh, are really good on black belt. But, like, I, 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 I always want to be a black belt, you know, like, I know is where everything starts. And you've had great results at black belt in 2022. You started the year with silver medal at Europeans. You also got a silver medal at the Worlds. Then you won gold at American Nationals, and you won gold at Jiu-Jitsu Con. How would you assess, how do you feel about your performances at Black Belt in 2022? I feel um, like I have been involved a lot every tournament. Um, I feel like I'm gaining more confidence as a Black Belt because it's not easy to uh, get there, you know, like have to have a good men- mentally. It's like the the... the a hard part is like uh, be have a good head to be there and fight with, you know, with good good tough girls, and yeah. But I think I invo- I involve a lot in those those last tournaments, and I fight well as on the roads. The roads give me a good. Um, I see. I, in the roads give me like. Oh, I think I am the right way. I just gonna keep training hard to, you know, next year. I hope win, you know. It was the second this year, but next year is gonna be first. And the results that you've gotten at these big tournaments earned you a spot in the first ever IBJJF Flow Grappling Female Grand Prix. When you first got invited to that event, what were your initial thoughts about being part of it? Oh my god. <laughs> I I was I'm not expecting that because I know it was like close you know we have four girls already it was like Natalie Luisa Montero Anna and Maisa and then unfortunately Natalie get injury right and then they sent me the invite I was like oh my gosh no way I was at home no like you know I was training of course I I, I am always training I'm I am always ready for kind of things like this and I was I'm glad I'm like it's a pleasure you know be uh, be part of the first GP uh, of BJJF family in BJJF family in BJJF yeah I'm like happy and I'm very like excited it's gonna be next week already I'm like oh my gosh I gotta train more and more <laughs> you mentioned some of the opponents in the Grand Prix. You have Luisa Montero, Anna Rodriguez, and Maisa Bastos. Let's start with Luisa Montero. I know you had a match with her at the 2021 Worlds that was very close. 
How do you feel about Louisa as an opponent and about a, a rematch with her? Uh, that's going to be an exciting match again. Uh, it's, always, uh, it's always a challenging fight with her. She's very uh, experienced, you know, she has a long, she trained for a long time. And she, when she uh, started training, I don't, I don't, I was like, I never know about Jiu-Jitsu, you know, she was already black belt. And, I, and then when I started training, I saw her fighting, I was like, oh my God, I'm, one day I want to fight with that girl. I was white belt and she's a black belt, like five years already, you know. And now I'm here, like fighting against her. She's amazing. She's uh, she, I, I, it's, I, I, she's an inspiration for me. You know, she's very tough. She's um, uh, very technical. Um, yeah, she's. I want to fight with her again. You know, she's gonna be exciting, Matt. It always is. Let's talk about Anna Rodriguez. She's a two-time world champion. She won in 2021 and 2022. She also just recently won the Nogi Pans in her first Nogi tournament in a long yeah. time. How do you feel about Anna's game and what it would like to, to compete against Anna? I compete with Anna uh, as a blue belt one time only because she's the on the featherweight, I think, light feather. Um, she's very strategic. Uh, she, she's very strategic. She's very smart on her fights, I think. I think she has been improved a lot in the last uh, two years. I think it's going to be a fun match. That, that will be fun, like, fight against her. I, you know, I hope this can help next week. Another fun match would be you and Maisa Bastos. Maisa's won the Worlds three times as a black belt. She won every major title she competed in this year. She has great guard, great passing. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about Maisa as an opponent? Oh, she's very technical. She's, she's so, it's so hard to fight with people's little like her. She's, you know, she's, she's amazing. She has a, she's very technical. She moves a lot. And I, I think it's going to be a fun match. If I if I have a chance to fight against her next week, yeah, she's very um, technical, um, brave. You know, she she's like don't stop. She keep moving all the time. That I I hope this this fight can help you. I never fight with her. You know, I, I, that would be fun if I have that chance. You mentioned you had matches with Luisa and Anna. Mice is the only competitor that you haven't fought. Yeah. Is there, if you had to choose one competitor to fight in your first match, is there someone that comes to mind? <laughs> uh, it's hard to say. All of them, it's tough, you know, like, and all world champions as a black belt. I think I want to go at uh, the first match, maybe uh, Anna, Anna Rodriguez. I think she's gonna be a good fight to I go in the first match. But all of them is gonna be good, for sure. <laughs> you know, I think. There aren't any bad matchups. Yeah, all of them are yeah. gonna be great, no matter no what matter happens. No matter what happens, yeah. <laughs> so, in addition to being a competitor, you also teach jujitsu. Can you talk about what being a jujitsu professor means to you? Oh, I love jujitsu. Um, I started jujitsu when I was brown belt. And because I need, you know, like, uh, when I get here in United States, I have, like, no thing. Like, I have to make money and just compete is 
not give me money, no. <laughs> yeah. And I, I started because of that, but now I, I love. I love to jiu-jitsu, especially for my kids. I teach kids, and I love to see them improving, you know. Like, I, I love to see they, like, see me fighting. And I love to see, like, when I teach a move, and they, they come, and, oh, professor, I say, I did the move you teach me yesterday. And I... I like this kind of things, you know, like I, I, I like feel the love they have with me. So jiu-jitsu is growing a lot nowadays and there's a lot of people who want to get into jiu-jitsu, but maybe they feel nervous or a bit apprehensive about starting. What advice would you give to someone who is interested in starting jiu-jitsu, but they're nervous to, to walk through the door for the first time? Yeah, first thing is uh, find a good gym, you know, a gym where it's the people's are family, the people uh, make them feel like they are home. And after, I think it's like, I like to say like, Jiu-Jitsu is for everybody. I think every everybody should uh, uh, try at least one time Jiu-Jitsu on their life, you know, because Jiu-Jitsu is the best thing. I, and I, and um, I don't think like people should be scared to try because Jiu-Jitsu it's, it's amazing. It's it's a sport. It's not only a sport, you know. It's like change our life in several ways. Absolutely. Well, Jenna, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Really appreciate you coming on. Do you have any final message you want to give to the listeners before we head out? Yeah, I want to say uh, thank you. Thank you for having me, Fritz. <laughs> thank you, uh, UBJJF, for inviting me for the event, this amazing event. Thank you, my teammates, my professor, my sponsors. You know, I'm so happy to represent my team, my sponsors, and my, my friends, you know, who really like my jiu-jitsu. Yeah, thank you so much for having me for everything. Well, thank you again, Janaina. We can't wait to watch you compete at the first ever female GP. You guys can go to flowgrappling.com on Friday, October 28th. There's the female GP, the medium heavy GP, and two great super fights. So don't miss any of the action. Go to flowgrappling.com, and we'll see you guys soon. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the IBJJF podcast. Be sure to head over to ibjjf.com for the latest news and events from the International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation. We hope you enjoyed the show.